Yeah, I think we're good to go. All the fun of the unfair. I'd like to welcome you to every number one ever. What's that? I hear you cry. Where have you been? I repost but louder because I'm more right. We've been plundering through every single that made the UK chart top spot in celebration of the UK chart's 70th birthday. And we've been doing that for nearly 13 weeks now. <sighs> so I ask you again, where have you been? <laughs> And when I say we, who the fuck do I mean? Well, I'll tell you who the fuck. On my right so is, the, this one. is the MP for Coolsville taking a day off from his surgery in the chill-out house on I'm Really Excellent Street. It's Captain Craig Long! It's a me! Think acrostic. Right? Okay. And above me is legendary, interesting, oh, animated... Clever. Manicured man, not made of ham Liam. or from Japan. His name is Liam. Dr. Liam Maloney. Hello. Hey, full rules and regs, please pause here and listen to episode zero. In brief, we judge in threes. Keep, they go into the pantheon. Bin, they disappear from history. If we bin, we get a random number two thrown at us. Sound exciting? Yes. Sexy? Oh, aye. Liam, my love. Is it time to name our machine? Absolutely. Let's begin. And today's machine is called, its name is... Atari 2600 Teenage Riot. Oh, retro. <laughs> Dude, fucking breathe after that. Oh. Should we go for a walk and give him a minute? Yeah, let's do that. So, in an interesting twist, after 12 episodes, which feels like a nice, vaguely... It's changing shit. Square it's a dozen. It's a we are going to begin with Matthew. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, God. I've, I've got, got so confused. Got I've got Wait, uh, get I've your got, notes. Okay, we are starting with... Mid-season twist. Mid-season twist. Who's going to die at the end of the season? Oh, my God. Imagine if one of us died now. That'd be really dark. Keep that in your minds. Right, this is number one. It'd one... be Matt, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah, of course. I mean, let's... <laughs> they can't, they can't <laughs> kill minority and he's got a kid. So... <laughs> this is number one, number one, three, three, seven. The Atari Teenage Riot Boys. Do we have any more information? It's been... As they all are. It's a one-week wonder. Always. This hit the top spot on the week of the 12th of April, 2018. Oh, okay. Okay. Recent. Mm. Very recent. Would we like to dive in, gents? Do we want to? Well, you'll be the judge of that. Okay. What? Little Dicky. Little Dicky. Oh my God, I'm the man. Is that Chris Brown? It certainly is. I don't know where, where that, in I'm my... really impressed. So it's Little We're Dicky, or Lil Dicky, <laughs> featuring Dickie. Chris Brown. Notorious and Rihanna beater. The title of the song. We'll get there. We'll get there. Why, why we'll do we there. even give him the fucking head? Well, 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 <laughs> I'll tell you why. Edit point. The other two songs are great. Um, 
This song is called Freaky Friday, which might give you a bit of insight into the song. So it's a vaguely acceptable body swap movie. The Lindsay Lohan version, vastly superior. But if we're going to talk body swap movies, of course the best one is Craig. Nine Lives, starring Kevin Spacer. Incorrect, because we can't watch anything with Kevin Spacer anymore. <laughs> uh, I think we need a... Uh, uh, still technically Michael Jackson territory. Nonsense. Um, still technically Michael Jackson territory because he got he got proven innocent in the oh, UK court case. Yeah, Anton Rapp's uh, case got thrown out. Oh, interesting. So he could yet it could going getting spaced might not be a verb yet. Well, the correct answer was Jennifer Garner's thirteen going on thirty, but. Continue. Can I bring us back to the edge? I'm going to start with a wiki first, which I'm guessing you guys have already guessed. Freaky Friday is a comedy hip-hop song featuring a pop rap, light synth, DJ Mustard and Benny Blanco production. Lil Dicky not having released DJ anything. DJ Mustard. Yeah, not having released it. I'm, I, I, this is wicked. This is so it's, it's all points. it's all factual. Isn't? Oh, I was going to make a really disgusting. Carry on. Lil Dicky not having released anything for three years before this single. Three. Years. Imagine they were dark his years. Wanted to prove himself to release the best song he could have done. Now, can we just focus on that? Who goes into the studio and thinks, I'm just going to bang out a turd? <laughs> Lil Dicky, apparently. Yeah. After, the, after that, the concept of the song came to him. He decided to realise that... He decided to realise his concept with Chris Brown uh, being considered by him to be the best example of a superstar he would like to have collaborated with. And the singer was welcomed to complete the song. So basically, this is a hip-hop spin on the body swap movie, Freaky Friday, as you've already said. The finished article is rubbish, but basically it's a novelty song. And it's, it's amazing that a novelty song has got to the top in the last five years in in this this kind of most earnest of ages because nothing says like comedy song like uh, domestic violence we'll get there um there is no difference between so basically what i'm saying is this out. <laughs> there's, there's there's no difference between this and that mix and wendy richard songs from a few episodes back you know they come outside <laughs> they're the same it's same same they're just both novelty songs about either swapping bodies or leaving uh, a, a dance to get sucked off. Yes, this is the hip-hop version of Ernie the Fastest Milkman in the West. In some alternative reality, David Cameron is putting this in his Desert oh Island discs. God, but course. huge massive minus for the woman-beating wankstain Chris Brown. There we go. I open to the floor. I, realistically, I think we can just draw a line. It's Chris Brown. There is no reason or rationale why Chris Brown should be ever taken seriously because he's a twat who beats up women and thinks that's cool. So can we just go, no. Are we allowed to insta-bin because he's such a twat? You're insta-binning, yeah? I would insta-bin on that. You doing the same, Craig? No, I'm going to... More rational heads will prevail. This is going to be a brutal episode. Let's hope that... Uh, well, Frozen's gone, so... <laughs> this next number one is... not oh, such... I can't... But, you know, he, he's ruined this for me, Chris Brown. Let me just put that now. He's ruined this for me. Well, that, uh, yeah, it doesn't, right, matter. Stop. it doesn't matter what it is, you've really. You've definitely put your point across, and I think we're going to have to really argue this out. But I think we know where it's going. <laughs> and it might not be a good thing. Next up, we have unique number one, two, four, five. This reached the top spot on the 14th of February, 1968. Oh, gosh, early then. Stayed there for two weeks. Atari Teenage Riot, do we have any more information? 
fucking nothing, mate. Let's see. The flute. Indeed you won't, Manfred Mann with Mighty Quinn. Now here's the issue. So following what we've had first, I'm not going to hide my light under a Gary Bushel. I fucking love this song. When I was a kid, I didn't know the backstory of the song. I didn't know it was uh, originally a Bob Dylan song recorded in the basement of the Big Pink. because everything was in that Uh, era. Yeah, yeah. And Dylan's version was only released years later. I just thought it was a jaunty, shiny, fluty, 1960s latter-day classic from Manfred Mann and his organ. Um, Like certain 60s songs, the sun always shines throughout this three minutes of beautiful glory. Any opinions, boys? Liam can't give an opinion. Well, no, it just, it, it's fine. If, like if it was coached around something else, I'd kind of go, oh, yeah, it's fine. I've got very little time. Well, it's just, you know, those things are just like, you're really ambivalent. Like, I've got no real emotional response to it. I, I suppose it's like a, a cheap Jethro Tull. I was about to say, uh, since we're not going to get any Tull in the Pantheon, because I don't think he ever no. topped the charts. No, I don't. Uh, it's the closest we're going to get, so flute. Look, let, let, that's Craig's argument. Let, let's move on to the argument, okay? Let's let's kill this third one and then let's chew the fat on what should happen here, okay? This is unique number one, 508. Right? 70s. Hmm. Hit the top spot on the 4th of the 9th, 1982. 82, gosh. Wow, my era. Gosh. Was at the top spot for four weeks. Oh, no. Craig, you're up. Any further information on it to help Craig out? No. Nada. Oh, well, set the timer. (laughs) Oh, I have the tiger, Survivor. Stevie Nicks. Oh, no. He's absolutely on it. I thought it was... um... No, it's not Edge of 17. Yeah, I thought... Thank you. Do you want, That'd do be you a wanna, really good wanna, mashup. Do you want to just play a little bit for the people at home? You no, kill, no, they just get killed. Them, you killed it. You killed it. From the motion picture Rocky I I I. I I I. Incorrect. Rocky Four, apparently, according to. No, it's on both. All right. It's uh, four as a different Survivor song as its main song, but it also puts this on the soundtrack. <laughs> It was and it, it was a big hit as well because I had to search whether Survivor were anywhere close to being a one-hit wonder, and they are not. No, burning heart with a burning heart. That he mm. <laughs> could have sung anything there, but it was <laughs> uh, no. It's it's not Stevie Nicks. It's not Destiny's Child. It's Survivor Keep with their surviving. fine slab of rock in support of the film Rocky. I I I. Want a fact? You're going to get it. This song was specially written for the film after Queen denied Sly Stallone the use of Another One Bites the Dust, which surely has got to be the first time Queen have ever denied license on one of the songs for fucking anything, the fucking whores. Anyway. He's right. Here here is where I stand. It's a two-to-one keep, but we now need to discuss. Well, uh, so I think my point still stands. I think I think this is maybe a point where we get to be really interesting humans and go, no, there are certain things that are over the line. Ah, who wants to be interesting? It's fucking I had the tiger. What are you going to say? <laughs> what are you going to say, Craig? No. It's awful. He's <laughs> really unhappy. It's awful. Come join us. Morals. Any, any, Morals over any, here, Craig. Any... <laughs> oh, standards. No. Standards. 
I have standards, but... Liam, do you want to give your official answer? Oh, Instabin. <laughs> I would have gone on one. And Matt, what's yours? I need to hear yours, Oh, Craig. yeah, like, come on. Uh, so I'm going to keep it. Matthew. I absolutely love the Mighty Quinn. It reminds me of my formative years. My dad had it as a seven-inch single. It was one of the ones I played in the shop. Um, well, I, I used to live in the shop, sorry. Um, uh, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Absolute big 80s rock banger. From a decent Rocky film as well. Absolutely fucking torpedo by Chris Brown. It's got to go in the bin. Now, the thing is here, I think we've made the right choice. Up until I've said that, I was going to keep. <laughs> but it's the right thing to do. It is. It now, is I right almost feel like we deserve a cucumber castle on this. I feel I feel it stinks so bad. We deserve something really shit because song wise, yeah, we've made the wrong decision. But also, but we we have a non sim either bin because principles need to stand for something occasionally. Oh, you can't non sim. No, no. But I'm saying that's the reason he's we a, have that. It's because I, we I'm going to say this and I'm not going to bleep it. He's a yeah, and that's what's ruined Mighty Quinn and Survivor. Do you know? I'll ne I will never. Every time this guy comes up. We mm. need to hit this now. Yeah. We've set a precedent. In fact, yeah, considering, you know, back in episode zero, we say, like, rules are going to develop over time. I think this is maybe a rule that needs to develop. Like, there are certain things that are over the line. But here's an issue. How many... So, Great Balls of Fire hit number one. Mm. Fantastic song. An epoch-defining song. He killed his fifth wife and possibly his fourth and married his 13-year-old cousin. We're going to come across Spectre tunes as well. However, I don't think we need to cross that bridge yet because you never know when in those things come up, there might just be a load of shit songs around them. So we might get, a, get out of jail free. <laughs> I think making the right decision Obviously here he won't, but. has set us on a, a path. I think it set us that, on a rocky, that, rocky that path. the Pantheon will be full of very few tunes. And we've probably already let some wife beaters in there. I'm going to say, what about your James Browns? Yeah. What about your actual Roses? No loss. So, dear listener, <laughs> do bear with us on this contrarian journey. We might not always get it right. We but will this never week, get it right. This, this week <laughs> is is where we've gone. And please, please, please hit us up on the socials to tell us that we've done this completely wrong or back us up and say we've done it completely right. But now we need to choose a number two single. And this, if it's another wife beater, that would be just... <laughs> Deserved. Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to get? What let's we gonna roll get? that dice. Ah, it's bursty, isn't it? It's absolute drivelly gravy, isn't it? I'm Googling it as we go. Um, this is Somebody by Natalie LaRose from 2014. It got to number two in the UK charts. It's one of her only two singles. Um, all of her singles were non-album singles. She's never actually released an album. Did she die or something? Who is this woman? Dude, please check who that male vocalist is. Oh, it's one called Jerem Jeremy. Right. Um, and there is nothing on his wiki page um, that says legal or controversy or anything like that. Just, yeah. Um, 
So, as we're mixing it up, and we've just had our number two head into the Pantheon, which was Natalie LaRose and Jeremy. Just no one's won there. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Let's see if I can win, because I'm going next. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my, God. my other nose is bleeding. My other nose? <laughs> my other nose is bleeding. What, where is your... Th- Speaking of bleeding things... All right. No. Um, <laughs> so this is number one, 986... It was number one beginning the week, 31st of July, 2004. Atari 2600 Teenage Riot, do you have any other facts? It's been... I swear to God, the Bare Naked Ladies are going to get so many royalties. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) So what's kind of weird is I actually mentioned this track last episode and it was in the clutch of stuff that was around at the time as Natasha Bedingfield's these words which got cruelly binned by Craig's stop just just stop just any guesses stop. any guesses no no um, I, 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 I refuse to guess. I got a leak of the record and it made me cry in Tesco Metro in Liverpool. <gasps> it's oh, dry your eyes. Yeah, it's, it's dry the your eyes. famous it's... Liam story. That must have come up three or four times in the long pod. I love it. Play it. I already know his view on this. Oh, he's got an Insta bin, isn't it? <laughs> For uh, full disclosure, Lee, uh, Craig has written the word bin on a piece of paper and he's scrunching it up. Eat it. Eat it, bitch. In one single moment, your whole life can turn round. So, yeah, I got a leak of A Grand Don't Come For Free and I just loved it. I thought it was really clever. And it was unlike anything I'd heard before and I got a lot of time for it. A lot of time for it. Yeah. Well, Craig, what's your well-argued, considered analysis <laughs> of this piece of music? Middle-class boy does a cry. <laughs> Is he middle-class? Was he middle-class? I have no idea. I don't think class comes into it because that zinger... Zinged, uh, Liam, manoeuvre on. Yeah, you're not you're not wading in yet, Matthew. I, I don't I don't think I need to. I, I like dry your eyes, but I am once again betwixt <laughs> someone who absolutely adores it and it made them cry in Tesco, and someone who can only give what was usually reserved for film reviews, <laughs> Craig, but just the pithiest of whiffs of a one sentence review. I, I I don't think I can add anything to the conversation. That's all I'm saying. In that case, then, let's see if we can get into our next one. So, this is number one, 27. <gasps> We've not got to have heard of it. Clutch the pearls. <laughs> Honestly, if this doesn't make you keep, I don't know what will. I'm okay. so ready. I am so ready. So, um, let's see if there's any facts before we jump in. Iranu. And that, that means it's something special, but we don't know what to put. <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of it's the it's the sort of the miscellaneous one. Akabilk, strangers on the shore. Uh, it's probably too early for that. So this is the third of December, nineteen fifty-four. Oh, it is. It's way too early. And yeah, it's also it's Christmas. White Christmas. The fifth. Uh, sorry, the third Christmas number one. He said it, hasn't he? White no, Christmas? No, not in the slightest. He's not said it. Not in the slightest. I'd be very surprised if you've ever even Black heard Christmas. this tune. Oh, good. So it's an insta-keep then. This is the kind of music that was like this, this rag, because it's a rag, yep. isn't it? 
that was put on um, my mum and dad. I'm old enough to remember when I was filmed on Cinefilm on holiday, and this was the kind of thing that was put under it. I do need to press you, though, Liam, on why this is an insta-keeper and why it's so important. Okay, so this is Winifred Atwell. <gasps> Carry on. Have you just clocked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, she's actually incredibly interesting. She had 11 top 10 singles in the 50s. Um, she was born in Trinidad and Tobago and moved to the UK in 45. And she got famous on a show called Stars in Her Eyes. Not that one. <laughs> no Matthew <laughs> Kelly. Um, but it was like an early BBC talent show. She died in uh, 1983. Um, but she was the first black person to ever get a number one in the UK. So there is your Iranu, everybody. Yeah, I feel like if that's not a reason to keep this clutch, I don't know what is. I Apparently thought, it's a political episode this I week. thought we were judging this on the music and not the historical validity of it. And unfortunately, a jaunty little rag is not, <laughs> I'm sorry, going to hold mustard. I do apologise. <gasps> mustard? <laughs> DJ Mustard's back. <laughs> DJ Mustard's back. I am oh. sorry. There is Can not... I say, there is, Whoa. Uh, if, if, a, if a right winger ends up falling into this podcast, he, this particular episode, it, he, he will self-immolate at this point. <laughs> and, and I'm fully aware that these sort of arguments work when it's something that we like. But in the, I'm sorry. A song we've never heard before. No. Right, I'll tell you where I am. I quite like dry your eyes, yep. and I don't mind ragtime. I, I I understand. I'm gonna on your terms here, Craig. I'm gonna ignore Liam's important. I was gonna say woke facts. Ignore, ignore that. You can just hear Cruella Braverman yeah. somewhere in the building <laughs> coming to get me. Um, but still, ignoring the Iranu. But great asterisk point of note. Um, I'd still be on the side of keep, just because it's I'll, I I. I do have, or did have, when I finally give up my iPod, a collection of 1920s to 1949 ragtime. Luscious. Absolutely yeah. fine. And for you to have affection for it is great. If I want to walk into a saloon in the uh, old-timey <laughs> West. <laughs> so I'm just saying to you that I'm keeping it, not because of colour of my skin. Right. <laughs> this episode's got spicy. That's all I'm saying. Colour his skin don't matter to me. Like Michael Jackson, don't matter if you're black or white. Welcome to episode 13. <laughs> Hot button. <laughs> right, okay. Third one then. Is this going to be the thing that tips Craig over the edge? Of what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's already descending at a rapid pace unless someone wants to yeet a parachute down at me. <laughs> right. Let's do it. So, in fact, I'm going to ask Atari2600 if we've got any facts to begin. No. But I can tell you this is number one, 318. It was number one on the 12th of August, 1972, and it was number one for three weeks. It is this artist's only UK number one, and... It's one of their only two number ones in the world. Their only other one being in Canada. And I was amazed. The reason I give you that fact sorry. The reason I give you that fact is because I was absolutely amazed that they had not scored a US number one ever. So are they a young band? Um well, let's play. 
The coop. Well, I, I, I can very much believe that. Very underground. That's the kind of baseline I like. <laughs> Carpal <laughs> tunnel <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> Alice Cooper's School's Out. Only uh, number one in the UK. His only other number one was for Only Women Bleed in <sighs> see, Canada. See, this Classy was Alice Cooper was the band, not the man. Um, was it? Yes, he only changed to Alice Cooper, I think, at Welcome to My Nightmare. Ah, right. I think it's your fault. Wasn't he named... Yeah, this is solo career. Yeah. <sighs> Wasn't he named, like, after... There was a palm reading, and he yeah. found out he's not kind of some, some, some So Craig, Craig, Liam, you're out here. One second. Look at me, mate. Yeah, it's a fucking banger, that isn't it. It's yeah, it's it's not the best Alice Cooper, but it's it's the only one you're gonna get. The, we're not going to get anything <laughs> off billion dollar babies. No, weirdly, loads of those get gets like three all the time, but you're not going to get any. You're not going to get elected or anything like that. It's I I think it. For the time as well, because I think he was lumbered in realistically with the glam scene, wasn't he? Even yes. though it was something a little bit oh, more yeah. dangerous. I mean, he, was, he was never really nah. big in the States. He was always, I like a lot of those bands at the time, Sparks, Alice Cooper, anything like that came over here. For the, I mean, even Tom Petty was not a success in America until the late 80s. So, I'm going to stick it out. Go on. Keep. So, Matt's going to go keep. Uh... So we are left with. Let's talk this through. <laughs> We're left with. I've been so hurt by this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've argued this. To sh- I think I've made my point very clear on this entire thing. And school's out, so bang, and I'm keeping it. Hey. Yes! <laughs> yes! So after all oh, that, we got to Christ. a unanimous key. We didn't even ask the boy, but he knew. He knew. Yeah. It was just, he was the puppet master. <laughs> puppet master. Well, that was an interesting end. So let's see what oh, old Grumpo in the corner can bring to the party. Craig, you're up. God, I'd really like to burn the house down with this one. <laughs> <laughs> this has been such a weird episode. But like, it's your own house. Remember that, Craig. Yeah. It's your own house. My first number one this week is number one, number 400. That's 400. Uh, this was number one for four weeks from the 15th of January in the year of our Lord, 1977. Atari 2600 Teenage Riot. Can you give me a cartridge of information? Lovely. No. No help. (laughs) Fuck all. And I'll be surprised. Let's go. (laughs) 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 Smells like we. So he's looking at me on the screen now. And I don't like him. He's got a weird tash. Don't give up on us, baby. Oh, I should know this. Give me the initials. DS. Oh, is it um, from Starsky and Hutch? David Soul. It is. A Starsky and Hutch Starsky or Hutch himself. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he the cat? Didn't he play the cat? David Soul. Uh, Yeah, this is fucking late 70s piss 
of the <laughs> highest caliber. It really is. When the world was changing all around us, this fucking garbage was hitting the top of the charts. Uh, that's my opinion on this one. I don't. I don't think you're going to really have to. Uh, yeah. Except obviously, we don't care about the political stuff, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Moving on. Rather <laughs> swiftly. Good lad, good lad, good lad, good lad. <laughs> the uh, next choice is number one, number 841. Uh, we'll start with Atari 2600 Teenage Fan Club. That'll do. That's close <laughs> enough. Lovely mashup. Lovely mashup. Uh, go for it. It's been... They're back. It's been one mm. week. This was number one for one week on the 13th of November in the year of our Lord, 1999. And to go Ooh. back to a previous podcast and give you a hint, we're hitting the spice rack, which of oh, our oh, oh, favourite oh, oh, spices oh. secured this number one. Big ginge. <laughs> oh, God, that's pissing. That's really poor, isn't it? That's like... What would that be on? Uh, teletext. No, that's... Like oh, not now. Holiday with Jill Dando. Yep. <laughs> Big Jez. It is. It's Jerry Halliwell with Lift Me Up. I don't remember that one at all. Oh, neither does she. Can I swizz yeah. it in? The day yeah. is frozen. Pre-chorus. God, that auto shot so hard. There was a really good glitch there. Well, I, I... so we so had where are we in the kitchen? and or Hutch. We had the spice that expired and left the rack. <laughs> are you keeping this up on your bingo cards at home? Quitter. Splitter, splitter. <laughs> so let's take a let's take a feel of the room. Bin, binscape. Where are we at? Um, certainly, I've got my foot on the pedal. I've made my own bin. You've made your <laughs> own bin. You've crafted it from the remains <laughs> yeah. of other songs. Spittle okay. and twigs. Well, let's see what we can do with the third choice and see if we can throw a spanner well and truly into <laughs> I... everybody's machinery. This is. <laughs> Are you all right today, babe? I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long evening. Oh, you're a spanner in the machinery. Put a spanner in your bin. <laughs> spanner never had a number one. Pliers did. <laughs> Me ball. Which I think is already in the pantheon, isn't it? Yes, it is. A bit of twist and show. Yeah. Yes, bitch. Oh, this God. is number one, getting us firmly back. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <fuck. laughs> Jesus. What is it, Craig? <laughs> this is number one, number 742. It was number one for four weeks from the 8th of June, 1996. It recharted for a further week on the 13th of July of 1996. Atari, whatever you are, just give me a fact of some sort, if you would. Nope, nout. Well, boys. <laughs> nout. Just shout nout. Let's, let's do this, and so you can all change your minds and put Jerry Alliwell into the pantheon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's the Fuji's, though, isn't it? It's not Lauren Hill. 
So where does racism and tax evasion fall? <laughs> <laughs> So that was the Fugees with Killing Me Softly. Well, I mean, I've always been one for not judging people's actions and separating the art from the artist. So um, I don't like the song. <laughs> Irrespective of pay your taxes, Gary Barlow. What are you doing? What am I doing? Just I'm, say it. I've been in the fucking lot, Liam, mate. Ben. Bin. Bin, bin. <laughs> Excellent. Bin, bin, bin. I don't think the other two tracks are good enough to warrant keeping the Fugees. No. Which kind of gets me a get out of jail free card and I can stay on my high horse. <laughs> Poor Praz. Who? <laughs> the low. <laughs> did he get. He got a number one, didn't he? He did with Yellow Superstar. So we'll. Shall we see what you've won instead, my love? Let's do this. I've not done this in a while. Dig down. Everyone centre yourselves. Have a moment. Oh, my love, my, my darling, I've, I've hungered for your, for your touch. Alone. Whose version is this? I have never heard of this in my <laughs> tell fucking me, tell life. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So obviously we are in Unchained Melody territory. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. So fun, this... fun fact from the movie Unchained. Thus why it's called Unchained Melody. Loving this man's work. Um, it's from the album Hits by Hibbler. <laughs> Himmler? Hits by Himmler. Hibbler. Oh, my Hibbler. love. Right, okay. My uh, darling. Um, and it's by <laughs> Al Hibbler. When... When, when did this did chart at number two? two. Um, Probably the week after the original. 1955. Way. So early. <laughs> um, uh, he was a, a soloist. He sang with Duke Ellington. Everyone, there was only six songs in the in the 50s. They all shared them. And... <laughs> it was all Boogie Woogle Bugle Boy, wasn't it? <laughs> Boogie Woogle Bugle Boy. All ragtime, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that. <laughs> How do we feel about that result, guys? <laughs> I feel like we sh we are slowly marching to the end of this episode quite deservedly. Hashtag binfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... This is the episode that we don't talk about. This is, this is the gas leak episode. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of put your... Put the pin in the map here as where the wheels momentarily came off. <laughs> And if, after all that, you even want to consider giving us any money, I've, on the back of this, don't. In fact, I'm going to actively tell you not to go to patreon.com. Well, I'd, I'd forget the money bit yeah, at the no. moment. I think people are going to have a lot to say yeah. about this episode. Yeah, I mean, feel free to throw comments at us on the twits and the, the faces and whatever other socials that the kids are. Are we on TikTok? We might be on TikTok. No, Check us on TikTok. On. I'm, I'm 37 when I'm on TikTok. <laughs> 
we can all do little dances and change outfits when we press the pause button. And Is that what they do? I don't know. Uh, yes, uh, don't give us any money at patreon.com slash E-N-O-E podcast. Uh, please don't come and tell us how awful people we are over at Twitter at E-O-N-E podcast and Facebook. You certainly shouldn't go over to our website, which is every number one ever.com. That's spelled anyway because we have all the domains. All of them. But, Mr. Maloney, if you wouldn't mind filling the people who are far better than us in <laughs> on what a disastrous fucking 45 minutes they've just listened to was. So, Matt ended up with Lil Dicky and someone else. Um, Chris and, Brown, everyone. Okay. Manfred Mann's The Mighty Quim and <laughs> Eye of the Survivor by Tiger, um, which got binned for political purposes and replaced with something that no one's ever fucking heard of. And we're still arguing about it now, guys. We're still arguing about it now. Um, by Natalie LaRose called Somebody, featuring Jeremy. However, um, if you want to know more about what's going on, and why everyone's so dejected at the end of this episode, please head over to Patreon and listen to the outtake section. Be enlightened. Or enraged. Yeah. Um, treat yourself. Um, my three, dry your eyes, mate. Um, let's have another party by Winifred Atwell and Schools Out by Alice Cooper. Made it into the Pantheon. Thank God. I feel like that at least was one of the things we got right this episode. And we did it based on merits, Craig, didn't we? Did we? told you. Episode zero, I mentioned his Nazi propaganda. <laughs> um, finally, Craig's three, David Seals. Um, don't give up on us. Uh, <laughs> please don't give up on us. Um, lift me up by Jezza Hazelbezer and killing me softly with his slong by <laughs> the Fugees. Um, did not make it in um, because the other two songs were too shit to justify making it in, frankly. They got into the bin, so we ended up with Al Hibli's <laughs> Unchained Melody. Uh, an absolute first after this particular show. Um, I, I, I would first like to thank... Mr. Craig Lowe for joining me on this journey. Yeah, I've been here, haven't I? And what a journey this has been. Uh, Dr. Lee Maloney, thank you for being here as well. Bastion of the woke left, yeah. Yep. There is no song to play out this week. Just silence. See you next yeah. week. Just sit here in silence. Deep.